All right. Welcome to another episode of the Goal Getter Podcast. And I have an amazing guest with me today. And he he is one that I met you a few years ago and we did a summit yeah. together. And mm-hmm. um I feel like we, you know, you have such an amazing story that I am I'm so excited that you're here to tell it. So welcome, Dr. Abraham. Yeah. Let's hear about your story. Where did you start and how are you doing what the amazing things you're doing today? Thank you, Erica. I'm excited to be on your podcast. Um, email, I was excited about it. I was looking forward to it. And uh, I got to know you like a few years ago and you were gracious to speak at one of our summit and your session was one of my favorite. <laughs> and since that time, I've been following you online and just really like, excited for you and cheering you off when I just kind of see you doing big things and great things, you know. So thank you for having me on the podcast. So I am Uyi Abraham. I was born and raised in Nigeria. So I came to America a few years ago with only $100 and a suitcase of clothes. I had come in search of the American dream. My goal was to become a medical doctor. So I came here initially to kind of go to school, be a doctor, and help people back home in Africa. But coming here, it just seemed like God had a different plan for me. And I just felt like God was just pushing me more into serving in ministry and also to entrepreneurship. So I kind of took a, you know, U-turn. I kind of let go of my dream to be a medical doctor, and I just went into entrepreneurship and also to, I was serving in ministry at the time, which I still do to today. So that's my journey coming to America. I just a hundred dollars and a suitcase of clothes. And today God has been so good and gracious to us that now we you know pretty much lead our multiple businesses, our eight figure net worth. We just coming to America with just a hundred dollars and a suitcase of clothes. So I live in Atlanta, I'm married, I have three wonderful children. My daughter, she's in high school now, she's in the 10th grade. I'm really excited about. You know, I've become the senior and all of those good stuff. Then I'm also a founder of multiple companies. And one of them is Avonza.com, which is pretty much the only one for creators and entrepreneurs to run their business online. So mm-hmm. Avonza does really well is that it simplifies online business for entrepreneurs. So instead of using like multiple tools, like is the norm, you know, one for email, one for courses, one for scheduling and everything all together. So once I just saves entrepreneurs time and money, on average, uh, an average entrepreneur saves about thousand dollars a month using Bonza because Bonza simplifies their processes, their business, and also to save them time. So it's the only one platform for website, cross creation, email marketing, funnels, scheduling, forms, SMS, which you just released recently. So pretty much like 12, 13 tools in one simple platform. So that's the main thing I do. I also do coaching, consulting, and every couple of other stuff in between. Awesome. That's awesome. And I love that story because you are the American dream. I mean, we are all, you know, coming to this country and doing, you know, working hard and doing the things. And that's what this podcast is about is obtaining the goals in your business. So I think that's amazing. Um, and if you, there will be in the show notes, you will be able to be able to see, um, the Vonza, the link for Vonza and the other things that we is doing. Um, and Vonza is an amazing app. I started looking into it actually a while ago 
And it is a platform that you can do. I mean, right now as a business owner, I am paying for an email system. I am paying for a landing page system. I am, there's a lot of things that I'm paying for when I can go over to Vonza and have one complete platform, which is amazing. So there is a link um, in the show notes. So please check that out today. But so you are running, um, so you, I see that you have an up, you have some mastermind type coaching going on as well um, with your wife, who's an amazing, I met her before. She's awesome. Um, And, you know, I I just love that you were out there creating these businesses. So tell us a little bit about when you started, how did you grow Mm -hmm. your business in the world of marketing? What did you kind of do to start out? Yeah. So, so let me talk about Vonza, for example. So I started Vonza because I had a personal pain. I had a frustration, which is what you just kind of mentioned, you know? So many entrepreneurs, they feel the same way too. They're like, okay, why do I, why am I paying for multiple platforms? Why am I having to tie them up together with Zapier or having a team, you know? But most entrepreneurs just feel that pain and they just feel like, oh, well, it's what it is. It's kind of working. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. But I had that pain and I feel like that was just crazy and ridiculous. I feel like there got to be a simple platform that helps me to at least automate my business. Give me everything in one platform, in one dashboard, instead of trying to tie this together. And at that time, there was really nothing that was an all-in-one platform, but now more companies are kind of moving to all-in-one. But we started working on Bonza in 2019. There was no real all-in-one platform that gives you more than three, four tools at a time. Mm-hmm. So how I got started was one, I wanted to solve my own pain. And for anybody listening today, I feel like that's one of the best way to launch a business, right? You know, simple, they want to launch a business, they're trying to figure out what business they think will make them the most money. But I said, that's not the best way. I say, if you look at your life, you look at your business, you look at things around you, there's always something that could be done better or mm-hmm. something that can be done differently or something that can have your own unique spill on it, right? And so that problem or that pain you have could be the same that millions of other people have as well, but nobody just is bold enough to take the first step to solve it. So if you solve that problem, not only for yourself, you could potentially solve it for thousands or millions of other people, and then you imparting the word, making a difference, and also to, you know, making good revenue Mm -hmm. uh, as a part of that as well. So for Vonza, the goal was to make a simple platform that combines tools that entrepreneurs and creators needed online. But then I also had a problem, which was I'm not a developer, I'm not a coder. So mm-hmm. then the next step in actualizing my goal was to assemble a world-class development and engineering software engineering team, you know, and starting from scratch, which most entrepreneurs do. I've not been funded by the big boys in DC and all of that stuff. So I started with my own money. So I had to hire overseas. And even to today, all of our development and engineering team, because just it's way cheaper. What I'll pay my engineering team for the for the month is what I'll pay one really good engineer in, in the US for a month. So I could pay 20 people. And or I'll pay one person and one person cannot build what we're trying to build, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm going too deep in the question, but I'm just trying to show people too that it's not just about getting the having a goal, mm-hmm. but you have to know the steps to take towards that goal. 
But some people, they get so overwhelmed by sometimes yeah. the, the dream they have or the size of the goal. And the key is you don't have to worry about how big your goal is. Mm -hmm. Worry about it, knowing what that first step should be and taking that first step. And I believe when you take that first step, even though the five, six, seven moves are not clear to you yet, but just you taking that first step, God has a way of just kind of opening up the next step for you when you need to know what that next step will be. So mm -hmm. for Vonza, the first step was to realize I had a problem and I wanted to solve for myself and for millions of other people that have similar problems. The next step was a problem, another problem. I'm not an engineer. So what do I need to do? I have to find the right engineering team. Mm -hmm. And Erica, I wish I could tell you that was a simple process. It wasn't because I started working on Vonza probably 2019 or 2018, really. But I we didn't really launch until 2020 because that first two years, there was some hit and miss, having wrong people, getting scammed by you know people from developers that claim they can build things. Then you spend $100,000, six months, it was crap. Tried another group again, and this group this time they sh the whole thing. It was crap until you know I didn't stop. It was my goal. This which might be another uh thing I want somebody listening to here today. No matter how big your goal is, there's gonna be obstacles along the way. You don't stop until life's your goal. I never stop. I kept trying interviewing until I find the right partner that became our CTO today and helped us recruit other part of the engineering team. Mm -hmm. So every goal is achievable for the kids to know that goal, define that goal, and know what steps you need to take to actualize that goal. And when you take that first step, then the next step will get clearer to you. Then the next step will get clearer to you. And as long as you keep taking steps towards that goal, no matter how big or how long it looks like it's far out, you're going to eventually get there because you're making steps towards that goal or dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, and as entrepreneurs, I think that's what happens to us is we do get overwhelmed because yeah. it's, you know, you're starting by yourself and now mm -hmm. you're moving in. Okay, so how do I do the next thing and the next thing? But I like how you said, you know, as we take little steps and you're, you're gonna, things are gonna happen. You're gonna fail. You're gonna, you know, fall down, but you got to get right back up and know that, you know, it can be obtained. So I really like yes. that. Um, yeah, so you know, over the years, as far as marketing Vanza and all of the things that you guys have done, do you feel like you've seen a shift in marketing as far as what you're, I mean, we know there's a big shift, but yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think has changed? What has changed across the board is, I think the rise of TikTok. TikTok changed the game mm -hmm. because prior to TikTok, many entrepreneurs had to or, or big small businesses had one or two ways to really get the marketing, which was pretty much you buy ads on Facebook, Instagram, maybe YouTube, right? That mm -hmm. was it. Um, people that are making money online, they were spending a lot of money toward marketing through ads and stuff. But when TikTok came in, TikTok kind of unleashed what we now call the influencer and creator economy. Mm -hmm. So what I've really shifted now that's more effective, generally speaking, than arts or all this kind of other marketing, this influencer marketing. Okay. Influencer marketing is the number one way, especially if there's a uh, is the physical product involved, like e-commerce, right? Or any kind of product, influencer marketing, because 
An influencer is somebody that have thousands and sometimes millions of people who like them, who, who are following them, mm -hmm. who believe in what they believe in, right? And it's just more effective than running ads like 20 million other people mm -hmm. online and people just scrolling past and, you know, sometimes it's really hard for them to trust you, believe you, but people buy from who they like and who they trust. Mm -hmm. like, if you're running a business and people don't know you enough yet, and you, they, don't, they don't like you enough yet, they don't trust you enough yet, it's just harder for them to pay attention to you. Mm -hmm. But if somebody else who they like, or who they already like and trust, is promoting or canvassing for what you're doing, is a better buy-in. And that's what we're doing. I mean, we did a partnership with uh, with a network that was uh, influential, mm -hmm. and we got in about, we got over a thousand customers from one partner. Wow. Because that's effective partnership is influencer, you know, type of marketing, right? Mm -hmm. And it's one of the most effective channels we've seen. We spend money of ads, they now is as converting because it's just so competitive and ad prices are going up. Mm -hmm. But influencer marketing is the number one thing. So I want to tell everybody, listen right now, and you don't have to go with the big ones. You know, even if someone have just 20 people truly following them, mm -hmm. you know, you can easily get, you know, five to 10 of them to buy from you. Then you, you know, running, giving Mark Zuckerberg money, running ads, and you can't even make it sell. So that's been the biggest shift. So you're going to, you see brands now, many brands now are now working more with influencers, not just only the celebrities like they used to do now, but working with smaller influencers and micro influencers and people that already have some kind of community, have some kind of vibe. And let me say something else to Erica, because mm -hmm. I was like, a lot of good, you know, good, you know, game as possible. Everybody needs to be an influencer nowadays. It's not enough to just be a marketer or a business owner. You must intentionally have an audience. I don't care if it's five people or 20 people or 20,000 people. You need to intentionally try to be the tribe, mm -hmm. be the community, and be people who are vibing with you. Because thousands of times a day, there are influencers or brands and businesses that are looking for people that has some form of true tribe or community to mm -hmm. work with and to partner with you to help them to sell that person self. So that's the biggest shift from ads to now if the marketing is the most effective way now. Yes, I, that's awesome because I feel like there is just more and with video, there's just more trust that you can build with your audience. So, yeah. um, and it's the bandwagon effect. If somebody else is doing it, everybody else wants to jump on. So mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I, I've seen that too in our business too, is just working with, and, you know, having other people talk about your product that they're, mm -hmm. that you can show them, um, you know, this made this person's life better because of mm -hmm. what we're doing. So I think yes. that's so huge. Um, so as far as growing, you know, growing a business online, it, it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. Um, what is one thing that besides influencer marketing, what is another thing that you feel like has really moved the needle um, in your business as far as, you know, getting that sale? Are you guys looking at maybe email marketing or are there other things that you're doing that you feel like 
this is really something I would focus on. Great. Which is what I'm doing right now. Podcasting. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> podcasting. Yeah, podcasting is amazing. Again, it also ties into that influencer marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So there are people that follow you, that listen to your podcast, but they don't know me. Yeah. I, I can talk about Bonza all day, every day, and they see my ads or whatever. They don't know me. They don't, you know, there's no left, there's no buying. Mm-hmm. But they follow you. So anybody who comes to your show, Mm-hmm. They get some credibility from you because they're like, if Erica can vet this person and Erica thinks this person is cool and dope enough to be on this show, then I need to listen to what this person is saying. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing is that I'm borrowing some of your influence. I'm borrowing from your audience, you know? So mm-hmm. podcasting have worked for us too. And that's why I I, I mean, every I, I try to go as many. I want Marco this year to get to at least a hundred more podcasts before the end of this year. Oh, wow. podcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Podcasting awesome. has been amazing. Every time I go on a podcast, you know, I, I get increase in my followership, I get increase in people signing up for Vanza and mm-hmm. everything else that I do. So podcasting. So everybody get, you know, start a podcast, but most importantly, be on podcast shows. So if somebody was starting a business today from scratch. And they started to was the most effective way. And you don't have millions of dollars to give to Mark Zuckerberg, right? <laughs> I, would say, I still won't give it to him. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, get more and more expensive. Everybody gets they're getting all greedy now. I would say is work with micro influencers in your niche, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Some of them it's only they go as low as fifty dollars to post for you. That's awesome. Then I'll say get on as many podcasts as possible because mm-hmm. the podcast exposes you to a new audience of people that you would not have otherwise gotten access to. So that's going to be the two things. But I think the third thing will be partnerships. Partnerships have also worked for us too. Like I said, we partner with an organization and they introduce us into their ecosystem and then we got over a thousand new accounts from them. So mm-hmm. always looking so partnerships with organizations, people that have some kind of influence. Uh, and sometimes it's not even a paid partnership, sometimes just an affiliate deal whereby mm-hmm. I say, hey, you know, you know, help us promote Vonza and then you get 50% monthly recurring for life of that customer. And, you know, I mean, work one time, two times, three times, but as long as that customer stays on Vonza, you get paid for a lifetime. So people also like deal too. Mm-hmm. Everybody imagine monthly recurring revenue. Mm-hmm. And one of the fastest way to do that and the easiest is affiliate marketing. Go down to create your own products, you just promote products that you like or believe in, you know? Yeah. So you heard it first here, guys. Like this is coming, this is gold right here. <laughs> he just yeah. told you if you're a new business owner, which I have a ton of people that are new business owners that are in mm-hmm. the space of creating memberships and programs like start with influencer and yeah. 50 bucks. I mean, that's well-spent money, right? Um, yeah. So as far yeah. as- and Can I also- uh, oh, Yeah, so please I do. Into, because I want to give so much good information too. <laughs> it's all just as a starting out, right? Even before you go to influencers and all this other podcasts and stuff, right? You seem to be the personal brand, okay? Because sometimes people are not going to want to work with you if they don't feel like you are, you look the part, right? Mm-hmm. To be the brand too, which is very, very important. Build your personal brand, build a community, build a tribe, be intentional about it, have something unique 
that you offering to the marketplace and then find people who believe in what you believe, want what you want and care about the problem you're solving and mm -hmm. into that ecosystem. And that's how we do this mastermind because I've done some masterminds in the past here mm -hmm. and there. I was not really giving people opportunity to buy, buy into me into my vision, into what I'm trying to accomplish for the world. So I scrapped all of that. So I'm starting all over again. So Vonza is a tech company with mm -hmm. my personal movement. My tribe is called The New Rich. And we're having a mastermind, May 19 and 20. If somebody listening, you want to come, just go to thenewrich.me, 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 and sign up. It's a two-days mastermind in Atlanta. So it's not only to teach people but to bring a tribe of people together who want to just make money online mm -hmm. and make impact and freedom. So that kind of vibes with you, then come to this mastermind. And the goal to help people go from, you know, four, five to six and seven figures in their online business. So that's what we're doing. That's awesome. Yes. And you will find that link in the show notes. So I did want to ask about your mastermind. So you offer mastermind, you offer coaching. Yes. right with with people that are looking for that so kind of tell us a little bit about what does that look like as far as like coaching is it group coaching one-on-one -on -one? yes so i offer a mix of both i okay. have um, group coaching people that i co uh, that i coach together and I also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching as well but of course my one-on-one -on -one coaching are more <laughs> more pricey because it's mm -hmm. you know give all my time and attention and person instead of just having my time attention and shared by 20 people at the same time so mm -hmm. I do, so mostly my coaching is more on helping people start scale online businesses helping people with their personal branding strategy marketing help mm -hmm. then also to uh helping people to to develop the millionaire mindset because that's where everything starts you know if the foundation be destroyed what can the righteous do right so the foundation of wealth of success is on the inside it starts with that that mindset, right? Mm -hmm. And so I help people, I coach, I also have courses. Also to the new reach, which is the new program, we are, we are launching the community, the tribe, also working on a course for that as well. So we're going to do course coaching and community as a part of that as well. Because the world is changing, Erica. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not parents' generation. This is not the, you know, go have a physical store type of business. So mm -hmm. everything is online. So when I create creators economy, so it's very, very important that anybody want to really make serious money nowadays, you know, but have to be the mindset, leverage, um, business fund, uh, leverage their personal life, their personal credit, business credit, um, mm -hmm. funding, a bunch of other things they need to know about. You can't just like, oh, I'm uh, this or that online. Nobody cares because there are millions of other people are also doing it. So how mm -hmm. do you stand out? How do you find your voice, right? How do yes. you know your tribe? How do you make your tribe fall in love with you? So some things I'm learning as I go. So having a mastermind courses and coaching program to share those with other people as well. That That is awesome. And, you know, obviously, I mean, you have done amazing things in your life. So you would be the great one to learn from. What do you think about, we're kind of seeing this, this trend of, I don't want to use the word niching down, but getting really, really clear online. Do you think that is something that is a value for businesses and entrepreneurs to do is kind of be pick a niche to be in? Or do you think people can just be 
talk about everything. What no. is your take? <laughs> no, 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 don't even do that. You can't be a jack of all trades in the creator economy. You have to have a specialty. Mm -hmm. You got to niche down as much as you can. Erica, this is one of the biggest mistakes I made because I'm what they call a mortar. And you make it really easy for, I'm I'm running my mouth a lot. Because it's okay. It so, That's awesome. You have this great vibe. You make it so easy to, to pour. So thank you for making, <laughs> for doing that. So kind of the, you're the Oprah of podcasting, I guess. Anyway, so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so one of the biggest mistakes I made earlier was because I'm what they call a multi-passion entrepreneur, right? I can, I raise can write. I, I'll raise my hand. You know, <laughs> you, know, you know, I can do this and do that. I can dance. I can write. I can have knowledge in multiple areas. And I'm just trying to help people in every way, but it's impossible to do. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons is that your audience want to know what you're really good at because there's so much noise right now. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's want to go for, if someone have a heart problem, they're not looking for a general doctor. They want a cardiologist. Mm -hmm. If they have a toothache, they're not looking for a physician. They want a dentist, <laughs> right? So people now are like, okay, there's so many people claiming to be this and that and the other online. But if I need to grow my email marketing, or is the email marketing expert that mm -hmm. I need to work? Mm -hmm. If I need to grow my online business, who is that expert that I need to work with? If I need to <clears throat> grow my funnels, who is the funnel expert that mm -hmm. I need to work with? If I need to write better copy, who is the copywriting person I need to go with? So entrepreneurs and creators need to niche down now. Like if anybody doesn't niche down, they're going to be out of business, out of money. They're going to quit in the next few months because mm -hmm. Nobody's really trying to work with a generalist right now. Mm -hmm. And that was my problem initially because I was so good at multiple things and I didn't clearly define my niche and my superpower because I wanted to help people with, with everything I know. But mm -hmm. people cannot handle everything you know. So when people want to, when they think about you, like they think about, you know, talk show, queen of talk show, Oprah, uh, mm -hmm. soccer, maybe Ronaldo, right? Uh, dance, maybe this person, that person, right? So mm -hmm. they're thinking about Erica, for example, they want to say, okay, what comes to my mind when I think about Erica? It gotta be one word. It can't be, she does this and this and that and the other. What mm -hmm. comes to my mind when it comes to Uyi? It can be, it has all these different things, but it gotta be one thing that is associated with his name. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the most difficult thing, Erica, because when you know you can do so much and they're they are really good and now you have to kill 90% of them are putting in the back burner to uh -huh. focus on one thing is incredibly difficult. But that's um, what, I'm, what I'm doing now. I'm also teaching people, you got to be niche. So mm -hmm. I've gone from having all these different things. So now my niche now is just more of, you know, online business king, just helping people with their online business. And the sub niche of that is helping entrepreneurs and creators extract their knowledge and turn into six and seven figure businesses. Right. So pretty much I'm a knowledge preneur. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's my, my niche now. So I teach them how to take their knowledge, turn into a course, a coaching program, a community, and build sustainable six and seven figure income. Mm -hmm. I think I like that you say that because 
I think niche, I'm a hundred percent like you. I'm like, okay, today I'm going to start this business and tomorrow I'm going to yeah. do this. And it's like, yeah. okay, pick one <laughs> and get really good at it. And, and yeah. also I feel like when you see someone struggle online, it's because they didn't pick a niche that they actually love. You have to yeah. love what you do. And I can tell by you, you love what you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think picking a niche that you, you're passionate about, you're good at. Um, and so like, how do you pick a niche as someone? Do you just kind of say, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Here's what I like. How did you pick your niche? Very good question. So picking a niche, I think has two parts, right? I never tell people to follow their passion by itself because mm -hmm. your passion might be something people, other people don't care about, and then it's not going to bring you any income. Sure. Okay. Things. One is one area you have some expertise or personal personal or personal affiliation with. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So for example, my niche cannot be in baseball because I don't really know much about baseball. Mm -hmm. Right. So I can't be trying to promote something I don't really believe in or it's not inherently connected with me. So your niche has to be something you care about, something you have some passion for something that you have some knowledge, some expertise or something with, right? Mm -hmm. That's one part of it is that it has to be something that other people care about and they care so much about it that they're willing to pay you for it. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. passion alone passion is not enough. You may have a passion to solve dog pooping, but <laughs> your audience don't care about it. And then you'd be like, why is nobody buying my stuff? Erica, can you help me? <laughs> yeah, but your niche is wrong at first. People don't care about that. Yeah. And it might not be that people don't care about that, but your natural audience don't care about that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they might care. Peter was one to do it, they might care about it. But people in your natural orbit, they don't care about that. So it's not going to work. So niche has to be something to care about something that is natural to you, something you already know, I have some domain expertise on. And mm -hmm. so you have to be people care about enough that they will pay you for it. Sure. So as you can figure out those two and just choose one, right? Then maybe the third thing will be, for me, I would think is a niche that needs to be bigger. That needs to be, they call it TAM, Total Addressable Market. Your mm -hmm. TAM needs to be big enough, right? So mm -hmm. that it can scale. Because if you're solving a problem that only a thousand people scare, uh, a thousand people care about in the world, mm -hmm. right? Instead of charging a million dollars for to each client, it's hard to to sustain that business because there's not enough people who care about it to pay you for it, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say try to choose a niche in something that is big enough that a lot of people care about, and then when you position, your, position yourself as the authority in that niche as expert now that oh so this person is a person that can help me solve that problem so i need to pay them so they can help me solve that problem sure yeah and i i like that you said that because we are in the business of solving problems you know as yeah. a business owner we have to solve a problem so how can we how can we do that so yeah i think this has been an amazing um amazing information and I've watched you, you know, since we met years ago, I've watched you throughout this time. And what you do is just, it's un unbelievable. If you can come here with a hundred dollars in your pocket and grow to be this, you know, multi-figure entrepreneur, I think that's, it just gives, 
hope to people that I can do this. And, and, you know, I'm as a business owner too, I had, you know, started with nothing and growing over time and doing all the things. It's like, there is hope. There isn't, um, you know, someone that just handed me, here's a whole bunch of money. Go do what you do. It's like, no, you work hard and you do it. (laughs) And so as a business owner, both you and your wife are in your business together, correct? Yes. Yep. And um, so how does that work? Because my husband and I are in business together too. So it's, it's a, it's a fun situation. (laughs) Most, you know, we have fun together. We like it, but um, so your wife, what does she do within your company? Uh, a lot. <laughs> just like me. So we pretty much just complement each other. Uh, I'm more of the, she's more of the operational person. I'm more okay. of the continuous one. So I'm more of like, I want to conquer the, the mountain and forget about the details of what it would take to conquer it. And she's more like, okay, you want to conquer the mountain, but yet yeah, uh, the details, yes, what it's going to take, yes, what it's going to require. <laughs> and I want to make sure that that comes into place, you know. So, you know, so she does that and balances me. Uh, it goes sometimes a little frustrating, especially at first, because I'm like, okay, why are you doubting my dreams? Why are you doubting? It's like, I'm not doubting, <laughs> but you, you're forgetting that trying to be, be the, you know, take down the mountain is going to require this and that and the other, you know? Mm-hmm. So that really worked well. But uh, when it comes to Vonda, she's more of like the CEO, the chief operating officer. Sure. So she's helping with the, with the product development, the product vision, uh, working with the team and doing marketing, customer service, everything in between. Because um, Vonda is going rapidly and we still have a, you know, uh, considerable small team compared to some of our competitors. So mm-hmm. everyone in the wears four to five hats. So we're all doing multiple things every day. Sure. We're able to get like those you know, specialized people doing certain things. So everybody just doing multiple things from customer service, sales, demo, uh, operations. So we kind of just flow with that with our US team. Yeah. So she does a lot of that, you know, uh, with our other students. Like on the the new rich the mastermind, she's she's also co-founder with me on that. Mm-hmm. So we're developing it together, doing the course together, together speaking and all kind of stuff. So marriage for us has just been a partnership too, uh, not just only life partners but also business partners as well. So we work together, solve problems together, and help people together. That's awesome. And I think we're a lot of like, because we're the visionary, like I'm the one that's like, we're going to do this today. And, and my (laughs) husband's more of the real, like, okay, here's how that's going to impact this. (laughs) So I think, I think we're a lot of like, um, so I have one last question for you. Um, when it comes to goals, because we're, you know, setting all the goals, like how do you, as a business owner, how do you set your goals? Do you look at it in, a smaller, you know, here's what I can do today. Here's what I can do this week. Or are you more big picture? Like, here's what I want to do in the next six months or year. Kind of tell us about that. Good question. So for me, it's both. Uh, so I said like the big ones, the big goals. I said like the big goals for, okay, this year we're going to achieve such number of customers and such number of income. And mm-hmm. then don't worry about the details. So it's probably like, vision casting so to speak goals but in terms of vision casting so i said those goals one year goal two year goal up to five year goals so i have it all written down 
you know, then I set smaller goals that are actionable goals that will take me that that will require, that will help me to get to those big goals. Mm-hmm. But when I set the big goals, I'm not worried about the actions or the steps. So I'm not worried about anything. I'm just setting those big goals from my heart. Because if I worry, if I'm concerned about the smaller goals, it might look too big and to mess up my faith. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't worry about, okay, I'm going to get this this year. I'm going to get this next year. I'm going to do that next year. I just write it in faith. Just believe that God's going to help me do that. So don't worry about nothing else, but that's it. I think everybody needs to do that because there are some things that is possible, but if we try to figure out how to get it, it's going to overwhelm us and we might probably just let it go because we're like, okay, are you going to come from $100 to eight figures, right? What's the steps? If you had told me, asked me five years ago, I wouldn't know what steps it would be. Mm-hmm. But I just set a goal. I wrote it down. Just kept walking towards it every day and just trusted God and trusted the person. So that's the big goals. Then I now take actionable, smaller goals. Those are the ones that I know I can accomplish on my own. So if, for example, we want to like with Vonza, we're trying to get at least a thousand more customers this year. Mm-hmm. So that's the big goal. So what's the smaller, smaller goals to get there? So those are the ones I can control. Okay, I want to get at least 100 podcasts this year. Mm-hmm. Spending more money on marketing. Um, and doing some more, you know, influencer outreach and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Having more people into the company. So, so there's smaller goals that I can control. Mm-hmm. But the bigger goals is outside of my reach because, it's, because there's no formula to get it. It's just can only happen differently. So that's how I structure, uh, you know, my goals. I have kind of a my, micro, goal, micro goals mm-hmm. and macro goals. So macro goals, they are usually big, that it just sounds insane mm-hmm. that can happen. Then one more thing I do with goals too, I also make sure I set timeable goals as well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I want to keep this at setting time but when what date what time because sometimes that might be a little pressure which is good to also help me to focus on that goal so any goal without a timetable is just a pipe dream right mm-hmm. you have to set good timetable to your goals and you have to set your macro and your micro goals so your micro goals help you to get your macro goals but your macro goals also need some divine help as well mm-hmm. yes that's that is um Goals can be overwhelming. So I like how you break that out. So, well, this has been an amazing podcast and I appreciate you coming on here and um, I've truly enjoyed our time together. So you have the conference coming up in May. So you guys can check out the show notes and you can register for that. Um, And that is in Atlanta, you said. Yes. Okay. The beautiful city of Atlanta, Georgia. (laughs) Yes. And that is something, I mean, learning from someone who has done this, that is on, that's a huge value. So I suggest everybody go check that out and vanza.com. Again, you will have in the show notes, um, information on how to check that program out. That is a one-stop shop for people that are listening because that's my audience, business owners, course creators, marketers. It is, you know, it is truly amazing. So Thank you so much for being on my show and until next time. Thank you for having me. Thank you.